0: Hello, everyone. Uh, Welcome to Plug-In West Michigan, where we talk about electric vehicles with a focus on West Michigan. I'm Carl Blass, Muskegon EV guy. This is Episode 7, and today we're going to talk about electric motorcycles. So with me today is Brad Callio. I hope I'm saying that right. Who is an inventor, solar installer, um, electric motorcycle owner and rider. Mm -hmm. And we met recently when I bought my... Well, we met a little earlier, but you helped me with the unloading of my motorcycle. So mm-hmm. um, so I thought this was a good time to talk about electric motorcycles, gaining in popularity and some other things we, we hear. So tell me a little bit about your journey into electric vehicles and particularly into electric motorcycles.
1: That's a good way to ask that question. Um, uh, I always been into energy and electronics as a kid and I've grown up with electricity in my veins more or less like everybody else, but I started learning to play with it. Um, my first uh, electric vehicle was actually a point to prove to my brother it's not hard to make an electric vehicle. And so I made this solar-powered car, it, wasn't, it hadn't have the panel on it yet, but basically it was made out of a wheelchair motor and two mongoose bicycle wheels in the front and a couple movie theater seats. <laughs> and I threw a bunch of stuff in the middle of the shop floor and uh, three days later I touched two wires together and I drove it out the loading dock door. Um, from there, it took on a whole other journey, and next thing I know, i am got this vehicle that's solar-powered, and I don't have to plug it in anymore, and I'm proving to the people of the world that a solar-powered vehicle is very possible. It went 12 miles an hour. I could carry two people uh, seven miles on a charge on a, on a city street at, at 12 miles an hour. Um, it'll charge up in a day. I had a 160 watt panel on the roof. It wasn't super efficient, but it was made out of garbage, you know. Right. So, um, but that was kind of my introduction into making an electric vehicle. Um,
0: and then, how did you get to roadworthy vehicles, shall we say, um, or something? You well, do I moved roads?
1: into making golf carts solar powered. Just you know, they're already electric, so all you'd have to do is change the charging system. And I don't even have to really change the charging system; I just add to it. Uh-huh. So, um, if you got a 36 volt system and you got a, a 41 uh, volt open circuit panel on the top. You don't even need a charge controller. You can just use a diode, so it doesn't backfeed at night. So really minimal electronics, and you've got a free charging system. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done three golf carts, and once I put the uh, The panels on the roof, you're done charging them. The, the suns mm-hmm. always keep them hot. Uh, the lady up north uh, has uh, uh, two of them at the Raven Hill Discovery Center up in uh, East Jordan. And it's like a place where kids, 8th graders, will come and learn about reptiles and gardening and anything. It's a place for the kids to go for a field trip. Okay. And uh, we converted two of her golf carts over to that two years ago, and she, she's done plugging them in. She's bragging about it every time we see her. Okay. You know, so how,
0: then how did you get into the electric motorcycles? So?
1: Oh, that'd be Tony. Tony? Yeah.
0: So we, we have a common friend. Um, right. Uh, Tony. Tony um, Holmes.
1: I did a renewable energy fair idea. That a friend of mine gave me, and during the Metro Cruise in Grand Rapids, if you're familiar with that, it's a mm-hmm. hot rod thing where everybody gets you see everything with wheels and a motor on it going up and down 28th Street. So I thought, well, why don't we do a renewable energy and electric car show at the same time at the other end? And so I got with Craig Schultz, and Craig got well, a we had of... on
0: the show here uh, as well.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, All right, Craig. You know.
0: Yeah, we're talking about home charging. Right. Well, this was
1: in, this was Craig's and my child together basically yeah. we put that together and that was in 2010 i believe okay and he invited tony and then tony had a breakdown on the motorcycle that he built himself a little white one wonderful machine quick for a little homemade bike it was a scooting little machine and uh anyway he had a, a breakdown where the sprocket broke and so yeah, nothing electrical, weight. actually. Just well, something the, actually mechanical. The torque actually, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. These
0: things have a lot of torque. As
1: a technician, it's always mechanical first. Almost right. always. Right. If it rotates, it breaks, is what right. we used to say in industry. <laughs> if it moves, that's it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, anyway, so we got over to my yard and we fixed the bike, and then Tony and I became friends from there. And then he picked up his Zero and he brought it to the Renewable Energy Fair I was at in Mason.
0: So zero, we're gonna talk a little bit more about this, but that's a commercial the commercial made of motorcycle. motorcycle. He motorcycle. just picked
1: it up, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a twenty fifteen, I believe. And then, he, okay. and then he got another one. Anyway, helping he wouldn't let anybody on the bike, but he was nice enough to let me try it. Okay. And uh and you were I ready? had a Will Smith moment. You know, if uh, Lori's taking taken off in the Independence Day in the spaceship, yeah. I've gotta get me one of these. Right. <laughs> well that was that was okay. pretty much it. Oh my god, I just couldn't believe how much fun it was. So, uh, two years later.
0: Speaking of fun, you have a name for your bike, as I recall. Oh,
1: yeah. What yeah. do you call it? Uh, I call it Giggle Juice, <laughs> or just Giggles for short. But uh, Because? Uh, well, for those in the audience that have ever seen the movie uh, uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, yeah. the first one, they drink the little shot of giggle water, and they go, yeah. aha, right? Yeah. Well, I got my bike the same time that happened, and I found that very humorous, and my bike runs on juice, so Giggle Juice. Okay. And, and yes, Jesse, I said the word juice.
0: Okay.
1: One of my old instructors. You would have to do push-ups. so We use juice rather than current. Okay. But yeah, most people still don't understand juice. <laughs> um, and
0: you've never looked back since. So I assume.
1: Oh yeah, I, mean, we, I run, saw you ride it,
0: and today we both rode our, our zeros yeah, right? here to the, to the show today. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I also have made uh, solar-powered pontoon boats and conversions for those. And by the way, that is the perfect application for solar panels. The boat doesn't have to go fast, it just has to go. And um, with four panels on board, we were able to achieve four people on board on a 24-foot pontoon boat. The bow is still open. Um, It just covers the the back half of the boat, mostly. And uh, it'll do 12 miles an hour steady in just sunlight Uh once you plane out. So you can go round and round on the two or three miles around the lake that you go, or five miles or whatever, and never have to stop. So, as long as the sun's shining. So, I mean, and, what's
0: neat about electric vehicles, whether it's boats, motorcycles, cars, mm-hmm. they're pretty much agnostic as to where the power comes from. So whether it comes from a coal-fired power plant or a solar panel, it's it's the same power. So, right. But then right. you have the additional advantage of with the solar panel. You don't have to plug it in. You're not even tethered to any kind of grid. No,
1: you're free. So You're free. Yep. And, and the wind energy, energy is another supplement you can tap into, and hydro is another one. I've catered all three of those in Michigan because they're all here and they're abundant. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's and,
0: that's what you do. I, I know you, you told me you did some solar well, I run a foundation
1: Muskegon. teaching people how to yeah. get off of the, the energy system and become independent. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, that's, that's my primary goal is to literally free energy freeze man. Um, suddenly you no longer have to worry about whether or not your children are going to survive or not takes the stress out of life. They've got free energy to run uh, the greenhouse, so they have fresh food, they've got energy to handle transportation, heat, air conditioning, all that is now abundant energy for them. We have the ability to do this. Mm -hmm. With the present technology that's here, let alone the cool stuff that's still coming. Right, Um, So, yeah, I see any other energy sources really obsolete compared to electric vehicle. There's nothing that compares. Um, when we're sitting in the dock at the boat, you know, you go to start it. You don't have to wait for it to s- hope it starts up. You don't have to check the oil and the gas. You don't have to worry about oil getting into the water or the blue smoke coming out the back of the two-stroke motor for five minutes before it's warm enough to run idle. Right. I, I, had a, I had an electric. All that's I, gone.
0: I, have, I had a battery electric uh, lawnmower. Mm-hmm. And same kind of thing. In the spring, you don't worry about whether the carb is gummed up or anything like that. You just... Pop the battery in it, and off you go. Right, and you can so.
1: flip it upside down and, not, and clean the mower, and not have to worry about the gas leaking out. Or the oil. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> Flood right. the tank or the okay. carburetor out. Yep. So, yeah, I've, I've laid my bike down. I was experimenting uh, in April uh, in very cold weather. It was 28 degrees. So the tire is very hard, and I'd never ridden in the winter before, and I'm an avid motorcycle rider. So this, this was a planned layover? This not? was, well, no, it wasn't, <laughs> but it was an experiment. I do that, you know. I have to find out for myself how things work, and, and I want to see how the batteries respond in the cold on, on the Zero. Sure. And I come out of the the corner on a, on a, off of uh, the Kellogg Center in East Lansing, right on Harrison, and... Took the curve and I laid that puppy down like a knife through butter. to hit that that brine on the road from the salt, right? And they like micro marbles. I never, yeah. It was it was right now, and it's you know how fast the bike is out of the hole. That's so, quick, yeah. Yeah, well, anyway, I I'm just getting across the street. I'm probably doing 35, 40 mile an hour, and uh, so I'm sliding on my back and uh, the bike's laying on its side, and I have no idea where it is at that time. It just happens like this, you know. So um, I look up. And uh, I think I'm stopped moving. I got my helmet on you know, and you can't really see the surroundings of the helmet. So I put my foot down and it flips me into a spin because I still I'm still moving, and I land on my feet. And then the bike just kind of stops right in front of me. So I reach down and I go, okay, I'm gonna go pick the bike back up, you know? And uh, yeah, and no fluids on the ground. No nothing on the ground, right. but also the bike's still on. so when I grab the throttle, <laughs> ooh, the, yep. you know the wheel takes off, oh, ooh, so I hit the kill switch and. Then I stand it back up. It, it, it takes a little bit. It's still a heavy bike. It's a heavy bike. It's 427 yeah. pounds. Um, anyway, and as I'm doing that, some lady walks up and hands me my shoe. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, uh, I recommend boots. Yeah, It'll well, it was, just, it was just one of those things, you know. And it was the other foot. I don't know how that one came off because it wasn't even on the underside of the bike. But came out with a nick here on my ankle. But uh, Terry Hershner said it best. He says, zeros wipe out better than any bike out there. He yep. says, there's nothing to hook and on, and nothing Terry to Hirschner's burn a, on. And,
0: and just for perspective, you know? Terry Hershner is a guy who's been experimenting with motorcycles. Awesome. right? Yeah. <clears throat> and he has one of these, um, uh, what do you call it? The Vitter. Big, the, Vitter. the Vitter. The Vitter. The Vitter. It's like a fairing. The whole thing looks right. like a big teardrop, and mm-hmm. he experiments with... Um, yeah, he has the world maxi- record for the most miles on vehicle range. In the range. I think he's got an iron butt the 1,000 yeah. miles in a 24-hour period, if I'm not oh, mistaken. He's done a
1: lot of stuff, yeah. He's yeah. also done... I was literally following him when he did 300.1 miles on a single charge on his bike, which was a feat, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, there's some, the, so there's some pi- yeah, he, pioneers. he goes by Electric Terry as his yeah. other handle. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. So there's some pioneers in, in the area. But oh, yeah. I think what's neat now is just like uh, with electric vehicles, uh, mm-hmm. uh, the cars, you initially had the homebrew folks making their own like Tony, but now it's gone commercial. Mm-hmm. Right? So you can pick one of these up and not have to know anything about it. And that's... I mean, I'm a chemical engineer. I know a little bit about it, but I don't know that much about electricity I'm still learning. Mm-hmm. So for me, um, I wanted to just go out and buy one and ride one. It's fun, ain't So it, it is. <laughs> so so I've, I've had mine for, I guess, somewhere around two weeks now, and I think it's a hoot. Oh, so we talked 100%. about performance. So 0 to 60 in what? Three oh, I'm 0 seconds? to
1: 104. I don't even figure out what 60 is. Okay. I, but well, I'm, I'm hitting 60. So. I forgot. Okay, well, let's, let's so put we've stay way. legal I can, here. I can go through the intersection. <laughs> well, you could be on a drag strip, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I can go zero to uh the other side of the intersection, yeah, which is like 45 feet, and I'm doing 45 miles an hour, yeah. So, yeah. so they're quick, it's, yeah, it's, and, it's, and no shifting really There's no transmission, on, right, right? On these, all to the there top. are other
0: bikes that do have them. I think uh, the NRG. Car, I don't know how you pronounce it, but. I yeah, there's a the couple others, they, of them that are using have, the old-school trannies, and they're just, just putting, because people want to shift,
1: but, yeah. No, I think it's because they got...
0: Just the, tor- the torque Well, Zero's
1: manufacturing their own tra- drivetrain system. They're not using so, existing technology. A lot of these are taking old the trannies and just pulling the gas motor off and yeah. just plugging the electric motor into the transmission. Same thing in the car. Yeah. Um, Zero, they just... Now, we're going to go with a our own three-phase DC pulsating motor.
0: Okay, so we've thrown so, that name Zero a couple times now. That, so Zero's been around since? Oh,
1: 10, 12 years? 10, 11, 11 years at least. So, yeah.
0: you know, 2000, what is it, eight, nine, something like that? I think that's where
1: they started, yeah. Yeah. And yeah.
0: then every year they they bring out a new series of the bike they have. Well, that's stereo, never going to
1: stop. It's like Walkman and, and stereos. I mean, it's, yeah, a, it's, it's an appliance with tires.
0: Right, but but they do have different types. So I know the um, there's the S, the street bike, they call it the street fighter, mm-hmm. um, the DS, and that's the one we have, the dual sport or enduro, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it. a little bit higher suspension, right. somewhat mm-hmm. off-road capable. Then you have the FX, those are dirt bikes essentially. Yeah, I and want now, to get one. And then the brand new one now is the SRF, <sighs> yeah. and yeah, he's kind of groaning here, that's the culminate, it's kind of the second generation, if you will. Um, they've taken all the technology that they've learned from and put it into this bike, and uh, they, the range is They did, did well with this bike. We're at, what, 200 mile range. We have dual 6 kilowatt chargers, so it'll let you charge pretty quickly, all this kind of fun stuff. Now, they're not cheap. If I remember correctly, the SRF is 20, 20 grand, something like That's that. That's pretty
1: much loaded, but I paid 16 for mine, so.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, but what's neat is you can also now get used ones. So I picked mine up. It's a 2016. Mm-hmm. Got it for about half of new. So mm-hmm. eight, eight-ish thousand. I'd say eight to ten thousand be a good price. Now, the plan. best part
1: is, is it's like an airplane. It doesn't really depreciate that much as far as dry train You change out the batteries. Panasonic still. But, and even that. On, I think Panasonic sitting on that that uh, carbon nano battery. Man, they've been sitting on it for three years now. This is a, this is a battery you can charge in fifteen seconds, and it'll run your car for two hundred miles. You know, it's all made of carbon; it's non-toxic. I've seen the the tech on it, and I heard Panasonic is the one that globbed onto it. At least that's the rumor.
0: Well, for now, for the, yeah. in the in if the somebody's got I, it. I've seen the in, tech. in the in the commercial industry. I mean, we have. What's available now is we have the lithium-ion. So. Right. Well, you got to make even the even back, the zeros, yeah. I believe the, the drivetrains are good for 100-plus thousand miles, if not more. Uh,
1: the batteries are, at least. Um, I heard a million miles on the motor, if you take care of it. Right. So, So yeah, space vehicle.
0: So that's zero, and then we hear things about the Harley-Davidson Livewire. Mm-hmm. So what have you, you heard about that?
1: They've been talking about it for six years. Um, and I think I, I've tick- yet to see one physically. Yeah. But I know that Harley quit carrying the Zero, at least the Indian dealer in Detroit did. And I'm guessing it's because it's direct competition with them, so yeah. they're not going to want to have, you know, that just business. Right. Um.
0: But I think we're looking at a but, thirty thousand dollar bike, something like that. That's yeah, it's price pretty, point. It's, yeah. It's pretty. Yeah. It well, it's quick. I mean, I've seen some reviews on it. We'll, it's well, as fast as the Zero, or yeah, close. But, but, uh, yeah. I think it's a little heavier, but a little more powerful. Yeah. So the it's zero, not as fast as the uh, zero FRS though. Yeah. Well, or that that thing's still, a monster, right? <laughs> I took it for but a ride. Still, I it's, know. But still, it's, it's uh, some it, it looks pretty impressive. There's mm-hmm. some good reviews on it. Um, I'll put some links in the show notes to the, the mm-hmm. Harley the Harley site, and there also have been some reviews and things like that. So those are it I'm is. Glad it they're is doing pretty it. Neat. I'm glad yeah, they're I doing mean, it. I I think it's I see it a little bit like what Tesla's inspired some of the other manufacturers mm-hmm. to go out and say, Hey, we need to we need to do this. And Harley's the same way. And you're going to get some doubters. But I think you're going to find some people who've got that kind of cash to burn that are going to say, well, well I young, want this. The young this guy that wool. wants the bike
1: that just, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. And um, I inquired at uh, the Hot Rod Harley-Davidson Muskegon. Uh, they told me that it would not be coming for a few years. So then I poked around on the Harley-Davidson website, and you can pull up the Livewire dealer. So if you go to the Harley site, you, mm-hmm. you can find those. And what I found supposed to be selling relevant this for Michigan mm-hmm. is all the dealers that I saw were on the Wisconsin side are way over in Detroit. So I didn't see anybody here that's in our area mm-hmm. that's doing that yet. Um, yeah. What's also of interest the dealer is in once Pontiac, they do
1: that. The Indian dealer in Pontiac will be selling them. Okay. They've got an electric charger port for that bike in the backyard. I use and that's
0: it. good. that was going to be my other point is that they're, they need to put in that charging infrastructure and i got a little bit of pushback from the hot rod guys saying oh well it's expensive we're not ready to do this and i talked to one person i didn't talk to the management so i don't know Mm -hmm. if i'm off base here but uh, they seem to think it would be a little while what's also interesting they do have a little display that they're popping up now these bikes for kids the little electric Mm -hmm. dirt bikes for kids so i think they're trying to kind of groom that next generation um getting into the electrics and so that I i think that's a good thing uh, nothing wrong with staying with the legacy. Silicon you know.
1: Valley's prediction is 30-30. We're going to be off of fossil fuels. Yeah. But, that, that but you're going to have bikes like
0: this that, that are you know the classic Harleys. You're going to mm-hmm. have, the, the, just like in cars, you're going to have the Porsches and the muscle car. Nobody's going to eliminate that, I wouldn't think.
1: Well, it'll always be around. yeah. But, but it'll but be it'll more be a of a
0: collector's J. item, just like you see steam engines today. It's kind of whatever. I just saw I
1: somebody just turned a muscle car Mustang over to electric. Mm. Why? Because It's faster. Yep. That was the only reason, because it's faster. Yep. So,
0: okay, so we talked about zero, we talked about oh. Harley... Go ahead.
1: Yep, um, the pontoon boat, I, I didn't finish that statement. Oh, sorry. When it's, well, it's okay. It's, um, When it's sitting at the dock, and we're not driving it, and it's 90 degrees outside, well, the dock and uh, where the boat sits is less than 100 feet away from the, the cottage. So we put an inverter on the boat, and we plugged a 12-gauge cord into the the inverter on the boat and ran that along the dock, plugged it in underneath the house into the air conditioner, and we run the air conditioner in the house off of the boat power for free. Nice. And it's just running on sunlight again because it's a 950-watt air conditioner and a 1,300-watt solar panel array. So it's able to feed it directly and still not. So you can still go out and putt around afterwards on the boat. The batteries Mm -hmm. are still charged. Right. So uh, Monica says, yeah, Steve, we have to. You've created a monster, Brad. I says, How do you mean? He says, Well, Steve, he's got cords all over the place. He's running the George Foreman grill and the coffee pot and everything else now. It's like, right. oh, free power. <laughs> you know? So well, he's I, having a blast with it.
0: I haven't done it off solar panels, but I did run my house um, off of my leaf battery a while back when we had a power outage. Right. You just run it through an inverter, mm-hmm. and I was able to run my refrigerator and freezer so that my blueberries wouldn't fall out. And, Wonderful. Um, yeah. But yeah, solar panels would be next. And we'll talk a little bit about the National Drive Electric Week in a, in a minute. Uh, one of the things that Tyler Burke, who was on the show here a couple times, um, he's running that event. And one of the things he wants to do is run the sound system off of his uh, Chevy Bolt EV. Awesome. So just sort of mm-hmm. as a show what we can do kind of thing. So mm-hmm. we'll talk about that, in a minute. but that's awesome. that's a neat thing that you can do, whether it's, again, agnostic from where the power golf comes carts from, anything I know that's you're the solar, but in you can also it. use that thing basically as a portable storage, uh, energy storage. Tony
1: and, was talking about that yeah. the other day with my brother. Some guy he knows up north uses golf cart batteries, and that way he's, he's just got a mobile power plant. He has a yeah. solar array, pla- did he tell you about that one? Mm-mm. Oh, he's, Some guy has this big solar array he just leans it up against the house. It's not mounted enough, and he just leans it there. Plugs it into the charge controller sitting on the golf cart. And he's got one of those long 12-foot golf carts. So he's got like half of a lithium pack out of a, a Nissan Leaf in it. Mm-hmm. He says, yeah, yeah, if I wanted to, I could go 200 miles at the golf cart. Uh-huh. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so anyway, but he uses that to storage, and he just throws an inverter on, it, on the counter on the bench so it's all portable. He plugs that into a, a plug in the side of the house, and it's just a portable power supply. Yep. And he runs his whole house off of it. So, yeah, clever.
0: Yep. Uh, let's see, back to bikes, uh, road trips. Have you taken any road trips?
1: Um, yes. I, uh, when I was using the DigiNow chargers that I was telling you about, and okay. I was able to charge quickly, like in an hour. Um, I could do Lansing to Grand Rapids, which I do all the time anyway. I do that quite a bit, and also Ann Arbor because I have research sites that I have to travel to. That's one of the other reasons I bought the electric bike. Was it's I don't I, I don't like wasting gasoline. And I like to be able to practice what I preach. So that solved both problems having that vehicle. Uh-huh. I still got to get a Tesla like Tony. That's next, and you, of course, <laughs> but I got to pay off the bike first. Eventually, that'll get there. Um, besides, the batteries keep getting better every year, so sometimes it's okay to wait. I mean, right. the very next year. They went from the 13 kilowatt to the 14.3 or whatever, to six or yeah. whatever it is. 14.4, I think. Four, whatever. Yeah, it was but like, yeah, it's bigger. then come another 20 miles of range, just yeah. like that. You know. And
0: the energy density keeps getting better. So the, the mm-hmm. Chevy Bolt EV for 2020, they just announced with the same size battery pack, they're going to get, what, 20 more miles out of it or something like yeah. that. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's the,
1: constantly changing. Yeah,
0: yeah. The technology keeps improving. So uh, efficiency, you said road trips, so you can do that. Road trips. So, so the chargers yeah. on the zero... I wouldn't say it's an issue, but it's more of a, a cost thing. Uh, the way it comes from the factory, it's got the 110 plug, so you just plug it into an outlet. It, it's it's so I great if my you're bike, plugging in overnight. yeah. Right. So I plugged my bike in here because it'll give me enough little juice to get back to Muskegon, what I'm doing today. Uh, next week, I'm having the dealer install a 6-kilowatt charge tank that'll let mm-hmm. me use the public chargers, the 6-kilowatt. So that should charge the bike in an hour and a half, maybe from you, zero you, to hundred. You,
1: you don't usually drain it all the way down between right. stops, so yeah. So I'm thinking hour, hour. Yeah, long I've coffee stop. It, it's it's almost a watt a minute, or I mean a percent per minute. Okay, it's that fast? Yep. Once you get to six kilowatts, it's boogieing. Right, it's quick. Um, um and efficiency. Go ahead. You next stop was uh, from Grand Rapids to Baldwin. There's a charging station there, and then from there you got Traverse City, and there's one of these charging stations there, and yep. from there you got the whole upper UP. So I I traveled. Um, I've been ten miles from the bridge on my bike. Okay, and I kicked myself for not going across it. Good, because yeah. like, because I, 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 I wanted this that's like a goal, you know. Yeah, didn't happen. Didn't have time. Um, but and, uh, and this and this these quick. Char- I took what- it to Beaver Island too. Okay. Yeah, so I closed up and I let it go across on the ferry and I got the other side. And, um, because these bikes are also watertight. Um. It opens up the possibility of a lot of other things, and while I was on Beaver Island this ski. year, you can turn your motorcycle into a jet ski with a couple pontoons on either side. You drive up onto a ramp, it locks in, and now it's an island hopper. It has, it, the, the back wheel connects into two jet drives, mechanically. You open up the throttle, the water doesn't, you can, get, you can get the, go up to your neck and water with these bikes for a few minutes and it'll survive. There's no so, intake, no exhaust. So. Right, right, you couldn't do that with an old bike just because of the carburetor stuff, but with these things, they're sealed. Yep. So it's, now you've got this really cool island hopper you could make that you can blow up the inner tubes on either side, load it in the back of a pickup truck, take your bike and everything, and once you get to your destination, you can go island hopping on your bike. Cool. So, I mean, <laughs> the imagination's the limit, you know, all the things you can do with this stuff now.
0: Uh, when we were outside, you mentioned, we, let's talk a little bit about efficiency. You mentioned there was um, uh, Joanne, I think, was outside. So. Um, you would mentioned one cent per mile, right? That's, that's, about, about, yeah, that's your, about what you're, what you're going to pay. Is, yeah, and the earlier shows we looked at cars, and I think it's three to four cents a mile. But because a motorcycle is more efficient, just because of less weight and you're dragging less weight around. It's, oh, yeah, it, it's a, it's, it's, yeah, it's like any other it's like motorcycle. A it's a motor with wheels. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so it's let's see. I think for ninety uh, to 120 miles, 11 kilowatt hours. I think I calculated 8 to 11 miles per kilowatt hour, which is about yeah 2 to 3 times as efficient as an EV car. Mm-hmm. So if you're just lugging yourself around rather than a huge metal box, it's quite a bit more efficient.
1: I mm-hmm. um, thought about putting a solar trailer on the back of it, just a lightweight trailer hooked onto the bike. I can put almost 400 watts on something this wide by 7 feet long. And I could open it up, put the camping equipment underneath it. and put a uh, voltage regulator that allows me 116 volts Mm -hmm. and i can literally feed the sunlight into it as i'm cruising and if i'm only pulling once i get out on a plane on the bike just like the pontoon boat with all that drag once i get there i theoretically i could probably hold that bike with almost a balance of energy going Mm -hmm. in and out and now i have unlimited range as long as i got sunlight I i haven't tried it yet but I'm just looking by the numbers of what yeah. I've seen with the stuff Seems I've like a tried. Trailer. Yeah.
0: Now you mentioned camping, and if you go, most campgrounds will have power outlets too. So even if you don't have the solar, right. you could throw a tent on the back, sleeping bag, plug your motorcycle overnight, even to a 110, mm-hmm. and next morning you get enough juice to get going again. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, you're you're 90 miles on my bike, and that's the next city. Yeah.
0: Or if you have one of the faster chargers, like the the J-Plug, the charge tank, you could use one of the 50-amp RV plugs.
1: So. Well, then you're, then you're three cities a day. Yeah. yeah. So. And, you, and after riding, you know, you, after an hour on the bike, it's okay. Your butt's numb. It's time to exactly. get off. You know. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I want to ride 100 <laughs> yeah. miles. No. So, no. Um, now, the RV, on the other hand, that's a whole other animal. Because if I can do that on a pontoon boat, and it's got the drag of the 24-foot pontoons, and I can do 12 miles an hour with that kind of weight with just four panels... I can do a 30-foot vehicle with three times that. Now I'm talking three to almost 4,000 watts on the roof of this vehicle. 3,000 watts is 2,200 foot-pounds of torque to a drive shaft.
0: I know, but you I, I, I want to
1: see it done because
0: I have a yeah. friend who just bought a, an RV. Right. Well, uh, I'm going to make a it like a cigar tube anyway. I'll and he's it talking, but, you know, 10 miles per gallon. So that's for a diesel. So, that's a lot of power that you need to keep this thing going. Right. So, but anything that, yeah, we'll like you said, you flat, once
1: it planes yeah. out, you don't need yeah. as much energy to keep it going. You deal with that yeah. in a boat or any vehicle. Well,
0: I mean, you got the drag. You got wind resistance. You got wind resistance. Well, yeah, so but I'm going to design up.
1: around that. It, that. The camper will look like uh, Airstream, you know, a hot dog going down the road. <laughs> with Your a big, cool big wind window. Mobile, right? well, yeah, except yeah. for the bond. We'll leave yeah. that off. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, noise. Um, so mother, these
0: things are super quiet,
1: mm-hmm, right? They are. You hear a little hum, like driving a vacuum cleaner. Yep.
0: So now we get into the discussion about, well, people can't hear you coming.
1: Uh, not not a big deal because you can just yell at them. <laughs> <laughs> hey! Yeah, it works. So what's,
0: what's your take on the whole noise and loud pipes uh, save lives? Good
1: sales it? pitch for Harley-Davidson, always has been. That's the whole point of it. Um, the difference is, is after I've been riding on a bike for a couple of years, I've noticed that I'm not deaf. I hear everything coming. I'm safer because I hear what's going on. I have complete audible. I hear the birds going down the road. I hear the lady next to me yelling at her old man because he forgot to buy some groceries or something. I mean, it's 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 so much different. But Tony had a, a near-death experience because somebody had run a stop sign or something. He heard the squeeching. And he was able to leap out of the way before the car next to him ended up getting impaled into the next one or something. I forgot exactly the details, but uh-huh. um, it's very true. So uh, being quiet is definitely a lot safer. That and the animal and the wildlife treats you so differently. I've had uh, my very first year having my bike. Um, I'm going down uh, the road I live on in Mason, uh, and a bunch of barn swallows on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, 30, 40, um, I don't know, it was a bunch. Anyway, instead of flying away from me as I came up, they flew up into me.
0: Well, that's not good.
1: <laughs> no, they went with me, like I was part of the flock. I'm doing 40 mile an hour, and they're flying right along with me. And they went, uh, you know, half a football field. And and then they all just lifted off. I mean, they were so close I could open the throttle and ate one. They were that <laughs> close to me. They were all the way around me. I was, like, in a cluster of them. And they flew away. Uh, my theory is Nate, Mother Nature was curious, well, what are you? You know, you're fast, but you're not making that scary noise.
0: Yeah.
1: So, that's my theory. And I, on Beaver Island, I drove by deer and rabbits and squirrels. So they don't get spooked, or... they don't get. They just watch you like, what are you? Yeah. You know, and that was it. So. So there's an so argument So they're, not, exactly they're not jumping out at you because yeah. they're not frightened. So, um, and I think Mother Nature and a general rule appreciates it in their own little networking way of thinking.
0: So I brought a a little excerpt here. So I'm reading a a book called uh, Proficient Motorcycling uh, by a guy named David Huff. Mm -hmm. And he talked a little bit about uh, loud pipes save lives and all this kind of thing. So I'm just going to read this real quick. So again, it's uh, David Huff, Mm -hmm. Proficient Motorcycling. Um, Some riders believe that a noisy bike decreases their risk of a collision. Others apparently think loud pipes are related to their rights, or that noise isn't anybody's business but the rider's, or that it's justifiable to make noise if that's the only way to make more horsepower. Contrary to those pseudo-serious loud pipes save lives stickers, noise basically annoys people. Road closures targeted at motorcycles are almost always a response to excessive motorcycle noise. But does noise affect your risks of riding? I suggest that it does. It is obviously true that the drivers and bystanders with an earshot at the moment may be more aware of your presence, but what's more important is the attitude they form about motorcyclists. We should expect that a noisy bike will generate aggressiveness toward the rider, but does the rider who is annoyed by one rider's loud pipes take uh, take toward the rider? uh, Sorry. Does the driver who is annoyed by one rider's loud pipes take out his frustrations on the next motorcyclists that happen along? My suspicion is loud pipes cause more accidents then they help avoid. So, one guy's opinion, but there's something to that. I mean, I I live uh, downtown Muskegon mm-hmm. and we have the motorcycle festivals and I hear people, you know, blipping their throttles and doing loud loud takeoffs and I could see where somebody who's not into motorcycles that would just irritate the snot out of them mm-hmm. and then have a bad attitude. So, um so I would say I wear a bright orange helmet or Visual is important. Visual is important. So, yes, at that mm-hmm. moment when your bike is loud, people will hear you. But there are certainly other
1: factors. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, somebody asked me that yesterday, actually. And I says, you know, I look at it this way. You could be dressed as, you could be a bulldozer dressed as Godzilla. They're still going to pull out in front of you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm excited. People are just, you just, as a, as a seasoned rider, you anticipate people doing that. You just, You're looking for it. That's part of your awareness of being a seasoned. And biker. that's general motorcycles, right? Season. And and you mentioned other motorcycles, uh, LS two hundred and eighteen, mm-hmm. the Lightning that is manufactured now. That's that's another bike like Zero. Um, yeah, the two hundred and eighteen is a super bike if you're familiar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two hundred and eighteen miles an hour. Yeah, it's it may, It's all electric. Um, but the guy, there's an Australian that does a test drive of it on YouTube. He does a video. It's pretty funny actually, but he lays it out pretty good. He says. Oh, anybody that thinks a loud bike's going to save your life is just asking to get killed because you're putting, you're mentally putting your life in their hands that they're expecting that they're going to hear you. Right, yeah. And you're, that's crazy. <laughs> so, right, you're, you know, you're, you're, you're deferring you're, that right. responsibility to somebody right. else. And, and so just never assume that. Yep. Yeah. So, yep. yeah, loud bikes, is, it's just a sales pitch. Just like Super Heterodyne back in the day when they used to sell stereos, it's got a Super Heterodyne tuner. All stereos have a Super Heterodyne tuner. Is the name of the guy that made it. <laughs> but but it was a great sales pitch. Yeah
0: yeah. Um, so. Where to get one? So let's say somebody's Budox. saying, "Well, I really want to. I want to go get a bike. I want to get a zero in particular. Not that we're we're not sponsored by anybody, but." That happens to be the dealer that is around here. They're so the it's, only ones who can,
1: yeah. So right it's, now. it's
0: Boondocks Motorsports in Caledonia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so and you could also go drive,
1: to, You test drive one there. You just have to yep. have a cycle endorsement.
0: And zero uh, Zeromotorcycles.com locator, mm-hmm. and I'll put that in the show notes so you can find a local dealer near you. Um, the other thing, of course, is we talked about used. So I bought mine used. Mm-hmm. Um, I found it on Facebook Marketplace. But eBay, Craigslist, I see them all over the place. Uh, zerosforsale.com.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. There's, or there's, I didn't or something. know about that yeah, one. There's a, a Facebook page that says Zeros for Sale.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And because you're not having to worry about checking out, uh, let's say, compression and all this kind of fun stuff, there really isn't much to them. Yeah.
1: Um, the batteries. If, it, uh, if are, it works, it works. You look yeah. for electric like, Corrosions and connections, like you would on a car battery. Yeah, does it run? Things like that. Right. Yeah. That's always a good one. Does it, is, <laughs> is, it, is it throwing error codes? Things like that. Right. So, yeah. uh,
0: but there is a dealer network. So, uh, as I said, I'm going to get that charge tank put on. Um, mm-hmm. I talked to a gentleman named Brett. That's their dealer. I don't know if you've met. I've dealt with Brett. him. So they have a dedicated mm-hmm. um, staff for that. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So that's that's how to get one. Anything else? Other bike type stuff, um, uh, we talk about Energica, there are other brands, you mentioned another one, scooters, I've seen this, um, these scooters with the replaceable bo- uh, batteries, right. Gogoro, I think they're, mm-hmm. they're in Taiwan right now, and I don't mm-hmm. know if they're going
1: to expand. I want to see that so, done, I'm, I'm working right now on just making that happen for sea dews and jet skis, okay. and then we put solar panel arrays on the docks. With a charging station. Right. So, so these are neat, can, the, the Gogoro. for waters, but they're right. using the same drivetrains that the Zeros are. Sure. They've already I mean, it's made a jet simple. ski out of a Zero. Right.
0: What, yeah. What's neat about the Gogoro is they, they have these replaceable battery packs. So they use two of these right. things that are maybe the size of large bread loaves. Mm-hmm. And then they have this whole charging bank. And when you pull up there, you swipe your card or whatever you use. I mean, you have to pay for this service. And you put your old battery packs into this charger, mm-hmm. and it re- releases two new ones. And mm-hmm. you put them in your scooter and off you go. Yeah, so that's cool. That would be neat to see. But of course, that requires a whole infrastructure and things like that. Right. So.
1: Um, there are people working on that. Yep. I know there are. Yep. I've met a few of them that were trying to do it a couple of years ago, and I, Cripple Creek uh, is addressing it. Um, Charge Point, I don't know if they're doing it or not. Charge Point's, uh, I don't know, they came on strong, but. People are getting rid of them now because they're not taking care of the maintenance on them, whoever's behind it. they didn't, Well, it's, they didn't, it's kind of a mixed bag. So the, yeah, the so fact it's I kind was going to talk about
0: know. in the EV news, the Walker DC Quick Charger that's at the Meyer station. I've talked oh, about that a couple it, times. It, oh. It's mm-hmm. a DC Quick, actually two of them, very mm-hmm. nice, uh, right next to the Tesla Superchargers. Uh, they don't do us any good for our bikes because they're... The DC, CHAdeMO, and CCS. Coming
1: in at 300 volts or whatever, right? Yeah,
0: 400 or something. Something, yeah. So so that one, so that that's a new one, but then the ones that are in uh, the, the level twos that have been around are being mm-hmm. neglected. So I know in Muskegon we have the one at First and Western. That one, somebody ran a truck into it and busted it, so they're mm-hmm. looking at replacing that. Um, the GVSU Innovation Center used to be the, the Energy Center. They've changed their charge point to a Clipper Creek unit. Okay. So it's no more swiping. You just go there and plug it in. Mm-hmm. And I managed to put, get my hands on another Clipper Creek unit very inexpensively. And I've offered it to GVSU to mm-hmm. donate it to them. We'll see if they, if they take it. Maybe they'll, they'll have a duel there before, before long. That would be good. Um, so yeah, I'm kind of migrating into the EV news. Um, but one thing I wanted to say about the, the DC quick charger at the Meyer, it was free for a while. Mm-hmm. and now it's not free anymore. It's 30 cents a minute. Um, that sounds like a lot, but for a quick charger, I think that's pretty reasonable. And the other thing is that free, in my mind, is not sustainable because you're going to get squatters and locals. That it's really intended for people traveling through. So mm-hmm. this way people will charge and get out and free it up again. So.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'm just hoping to, like, windows, we just keep... Adding, adding more renewable energy infrastructure, so then there's plenty of charging for everyone, and we don't care. Yep. But and, that's and not a, here yet. And there are there are, that's, there
0: that's are charging three. stations. Tesla has some of right. these where they have solar canopies, so not only is it keeping your car cool, mm-hmm. but it's actually powering the 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 chargers themselves. Right. And they have energy storage, so it's collecting power while nobody is there, and then it all gets dumped from there. Right. They got the battery walls along the back. They got their batteries. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Uh, let's see, other news. Well, I talked about National Drive Electric Week. Yeah. So that's coming up. Um, that is starting on September that. 14th, Saturday, September 14th. Oh, geez. Going all the way through the 23rd. And the way that works is if you go to driveelectricweek.org, um, and I'll put that in the show notes, uh, you can see under locations where the, the locations are. And what that is, it's a user or owner-driven Um, set of shows where you just go and talk to the owners about their cars. Yes, you may have one or two dealers there. Mostly you're talking to the owners and getting their experience. It's a show and tell. Uh, Mm -hmm. You can sit in some cars. Some of them are doing rides. Some of them are doing drives. Uh, I'm going to bring my zero, so people can check that out. Mm -hmm. Uh, There are three shows that I'm aware of in our West Michigan area. The first one is in Hastings on Saturday, September 14th from 11 to 2 p.m. at the Hastings Public Library. I'll put the show note, put that link in the show notes. Um, Thursday, September 19th from 4 to 8 p.m. here at Leader Lights. And there are multiple locations. It's the 2540 44th Street in Kentwood. And that's the one that's being run by Tyler Burke. And he's going to have it's going to be a little party, I think. Um Music and everything. And like I said, he's going to run that off of his Chevy Bolt. So oh, that'll be fun. It'll be interesting okay. to see what what else you can do. But I think we've got at least 16 I think I went to the one in Hastings,
1: Hastings last year yeah. at the library. It seems like yeah. it. me and Tony both showed up for that one.
0: Yeah. Um So I think there are 16 vehicles signed up right now, but usually you get more at the end. So I imagine mm-hmm. there are going to be 20-some. So you can, everything from Teslas to Leafs to Bolts to Zeros. Right. So there'll be some cool stuff. There's some homebrew stuff. Have you met Cliffy yet? Cliff?
1: No. Have no a zero. He's got a, a DSR too. Or okay. a DS,
0: yeah. I think we've exchanged.
1: Okay, he's over wall. Messages. Okay.
0: So, and then last but not least, we in Kalamazoo on Saturday, September 21st at the Midtown Fresh Market, noon to 5 p.m. Uh, they have their show, and the Kalamazoo uh, EV community is fairly active. I had Paul Pensella here on mm-hmm. the show, so um, he's one of the leaders down there. So and that's where? That's in Kalamazoo.
1: That's okay, in
0: Kalamazoo, yep. okay. Uh, Midtown Fresh Market, 1693 Southwest Nature Avenue. Mm-hmm. Again, I'll put it in the show notes so you don't have to remember all this, mm-hmm. but driveelectricweek.org, you can find all these. Again, I'm going to try to make all of these with my zero this year because it's new to me and there are plenty of other Teslas and Leafs and things mm-hmm. like that. So, And I think Tony is going to be at one of them. Um, and Tony is also a Tesla technician, so... Uh, He's very very knowledgeable in this field. So any other news that you know about that's going on in the EV world?
1: Mm. Uh, Austin Martin has a flying three-seater car Um, The guys that are building drones and modifying them in 2014 no 2012 I saw the first somebody just took a Verizon drone lapped off the propellers put banks of four of them in each corner and put a seat on it and he's flying himself around with cell phones, the cell phone as a steering wheel. Uh, I mean that was just somebody playing around with it yeah. just to see if they could do it. So like, Back to the Future is almost here, right? Well the yeah, yeah, two years later in twenty fourteen the Germans make a two seater doing it. And now in twenty seventeen, Austin Martin comes out with this badass looking oops, sorry. But anyway, <laughs> spaceship looking thing. I mean, it's it's a pretty car. It's yeah. a really nice-looking machine. It's got two propellers in the, f- or dual top and bottom right. propellers in the top, and then one big one in the back. But last year at Art Prize, I saw somebody flying a drone with crosswinds of 50 mile an hour, and the thing never moved.
0: It yeah, could, well, could, the stability just, control is amazing. But
1: the, yeah. the fact that they can update and react so quickly, which means that with Tesla's autonomous uh, 400 satellite, Network with the AI stuff to keep it all flying without mm-hmm. crashing into everybody. That's our future. That's yeah. and, that's and I've that's, seen some, it, some that's motorcycles in the works of being built. So yeah.
0: I, I've seen some motorcycles where you try to push it over and it tips itself back up. Oh, right, Segway. So I think it's yeah. a BMW concept yeah. that Segway
1: technology because yeah. it can respond so fast. Yeah, right. Yeah, no no more kickstand for your motorcycle. Yeah, yeah.
0: I told the battery's dead then. Well, you know. Mechanical. uh, Well, when we we get the
1: little, you know, thing from the Terminator power pack that, you know, nuclear power cell or something. A fusion cell. You know, right.
0: The Mr. Fusion Home Energy Uh, Device. Well, I don't know.
1: Um, Dr. Cyril took a a magnet and stuffed it in the center of a battery. So the battery was now a self-charging battery, especially when it moved in an orbit. And he made a generator that works like a vacuum drive. Pulls the energy out of the ether of space and then... It works on a load, it works in reverse of the way a generator works today. Same principles as the planets going around the sun. Using magnets that pull towards each other, they're on the same polarity this way, so they draw to each other, but they're all the same polarity to the center magnet, so they're close enough together that they're drawn to the big one in the middle, but they create their own orbit.
0: Well, you need to develop this so no it's already it, developed it, it it's here you're going to get rich it's, or somebody's going to kill you it's because... in Japan
1: it's in, it's old <laughs> he did this stuff back in the 50s like tesla we're not worthy you know um you no. know tesla was doing remote control in the late 1800s he didn't transmit the radio signal like our cell phone works well it works the exact same way but he also transmitted the voltage at those frequencies and all he did was to say I'm sending the voltage this direction so this motor would run okay, I turn this one off. I send the voltage to this motor. Off. And he's able to steer the boat just by sending energy into the boat. And the little antennas would pick it up at the other end. And it doesn't bother us because it's not a fre- frequency that resonant to our bodies. So it doesn't affect us. That's why people are worried about 5G. Well, what are the frequencies of 5G? Uh, it's, above one, it's above 2 gigahertz to 100 gigahertz. There's almost nothing resonant in those frequencies, so it's probably okay. But they don't seem to want to tell anybody that. Um, I'm a ham radio operator too, so I learned about. I'm a magnetic field engineer, and um, but anyway, yeah, we really need to learn what's going on. And as long as we fear electricity, oil rules. That's why it's not taught in school. I teach this stuff to third graders, and they get it. Every kid knows how to squirt his brother with a garden hose, you know. Right. So, So you get
0: pressure and flow.
1: Right, pressure and flow. It's just invisible. You know, I, I got into it as a kid because it bothered me. I didn't understand how it worked. I didn't like not knowing how the invisible energy worked. I mean, I can understood mechanical stuff. That was sure, this pushes, this pushes. Oh, now I find out it's just invisible, but the same principles apply, mostly.
0: Yep.
1: So, anyway.
0: Okay, I'm gonna to skip to okay. value added. Um, okay. So, this is where I talk a little bit about product services, things like that, that have enriched my EV life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I'm gonna focus on motorcycles this time, so I'll I'll get started on a couple things and um you can jump in then okay. um uh, so i already talked about this book uh, proficient motorcycling i'll put a i'll put a link to it that's really not electric motorcycling mm-hmm. but i think it has a lot of the good principles particularly because we are so silent it all has to do with speed and reacting to other traffic and anticipating mm-hmm. uh other drivers things like that not only drivers deer you know all the other fun stuff to keep mm-hmm. you safe Um, I stumbled on a peer-to-peer charging network called Mm -hmm. evmatch.com. Somebody said it sounded like a a dating site but um, (laughs) the idea is you list your home charger for Mm -hmm. other EV users to use and you can either charge for it or you can keep it free but in any case you get the money for your electricity back Mm -hmm. so that's kinda neat. It was originally only in states like California Colorado but they've expanded I listed my site so if anybody wants to come downtown Muskegon and needs to charge Mm-hmm. Uh, look on EVmatch.com and my house is listed there. Uh, you do have to make an appointment because it is individual users. So obviously if I'm mm-hmm. not there, then it doesn't work or leave the cord out, things like that. Um, mm-hmm. Mounting, what do you use for a phone mount for your, do you use anything like that for a mount for your, um, on your bike? I, I haven't, that's I, haven't
1: I usually just keep it in my pocket. And if I need to, um, you know, get a navigation or figure out where I'm at, I'll just pull underneath a tree and you know, yeah. drive into a ditch or whatever, is, and find a nice spot to sit and figure it out. That way I'm not yeah. in traffic. Which is probably the safest way to do because you're not distracted. Right. I'm not distracted and I can just get the answer I want. So I don't mount it to my, my bike. Okay. Other people have. I personally think that if I wanted to do that, I would like a heads up to screen about this big on the front of my dashboard like a Tesla does mm-hmm. and that should be the next evolution for the electric motorcycles as well. Yep. Um, personally, made, made if I auto. wanted to go long trueses where I had to have that, I would not buy a zero for that purpose. I would, or I would take the zero and I would gut it, and I would want something that sat like this, that I could lay in with a nice recliner, cushy seat, four hundred Craig... mile range with a with a cooler or the, a <laughs> cup holder and, and and a bar and you know. And, <laughs> well,
0: that's that's the kind but, of stuff. But, you know, that, does why goes, zero but, hasn't done that, sorry.
1: or why Harley hasn't done it? Harley's my opinion, you guys need to get your head out of your butt. Everybody <laughs> wants the electric crews that can do this. If they could do that, they would steal the market right now. So go with it. I only want 2% of your profits. Okay.
0: Um, so I use one called the Ram Mount X-Grip. So it works for me. It's one I've had for years. Uh, it's rock solid. So, uh, again, not specific to EVs, but it happens to work on my bike. And I don't have a fairing on mine yet. It hasn't blown off. Mm-hmm. phone hasn't lifted off yet. So... Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing that I've used on my past bike um, is something called a cramp buster. I don't know if you've ever seen this. I'll show it to you when I get out. That. It's basically a little plastic piece that goes around your throttle mm-hmm. and it has a little little shelf. Mm-hmm. And the idea is that you don't have to hang on to your throttle and get a cramp. You can kind of open up your palm and just kind of feather the palm, the, uh, the throttle. Oh, okay. So, and it's you, like a little pry bar on the handle. Yeah, it's like okay. eleven bucks shipped or something yeah. like that. I was
1: looking and, at the cruise so, controls, but they want a lot of money for them. Yeah, but, no, they, I
0: mean this isn't a yeah. cruise control. You still right. have to put pressure I, I get on it. it. Yeah. I get it. But it's, um, it's just that way you can ease off the yeah. grabbing your throttle and mm-hmm. your your your. Uh, uh, the other side as well, and since you don't have a clutch, you don't have anything to do with that hand. Well, I, so. sometimes
1: I do this and ride <laughs> you know? Well, you can do that. Well, if I've, you know, I've got 80 miles behind me and I got another 20 to go, and I'm just getting tired. You know, yeah. but, um, but a cruise control would be nice for that. Yeah. Uh,
0: the other thing that mm-hmm. that you have that's kind of neat, you have a van that mm-hmm. has a little shelf on the back to oh, drag your motorcycle uh, around. Uh, so um, tell the, me about the, that.
1: The zeros are light enough that you uh, you can get a uh, what's called a Reese hitch. A motorcycle mount mm-hmm. and literally I picked it up for I don't know it was like 160 bucks or something like that on amazon.com but it works great um it's uh so basically you, you need your van program. to go
0: around to your job sites but then you right. use the motorcycle to kind of drive locally
1: right it carries my tools and you know where I'm doing the projects at and eventually I'm going to get four solar panels on the roof of the van and that so way can I, charge can, your I, can, I can leave the bar, the thing I, I can camp in it I can work out of it I can be on location where we're doing a uh like, there's an eco village I'm going to go visit probably tonight um, down in Ganges, Michigan, over by Sagatuck. There's being mm-hmm. built, and I'll be down there on location working with hempcrete and and the building structure materials so that they're being used um, using clay and uh, lime, but all natural building materials, carbon negative building materials. This whole village is being constructed that way.
0: Okay, well, if you can send me Sorry. a link, I'll put it in the show notes about the hempcrete
1: or, I, or the show. or There isn't one at this point, I don't no? think. Okay. But uh, you can go to uh, Ganges Hemp on Facebook. Okay. Which is spelled the same way as the town of Ganges. Okay. All right. Um, Anything else you can think of? God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Too much not an audience that can just ask questions. We could go all day. The future is going to be a lot of fun. It really will be. It'll be a blast. Uh, I like uh, the imagination of having... uh, that just cut loose your imagination because you no longer have to worry about flame and gas. I mean, I can put wheels on a laser bar a recliner and drive it around. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it opens up the door to all kinds of fun ways of doing things. Hmm. Um, I Wait, like, are
0: you going to be at one of these shows? I probably will.
1: I'll hit one when I'm if I'm in town. Okay. You know, I'm, I uh, live as a crusader and I go where the door opens and I just walk through it for the most part it's Mm -hmm. always that way
0: well we can put some contact info right you just keep
1: reminding me and hopefully i'll schedule it in and and we'll get there i'll put it in my calendar anyway
0: but no but i mean like we can get your email or something if somebody wants to touch base with you about some of the things you've uh, talked about
1: amazon or uh zynoc.com z-y-n-o-c um you just z-y-n-o-c and google and find me okay Uh, so yeah okay zynoc stands for uh Examine a new operating consciousness is the acronym. Okay. So. All right. Okay.
0: Yeah. I think that's it for today's show. Uh, awesome. Thanks again for to WKTV for providing the recording studio. We'll publish some show notes, as I have mentioned a few times. They'll be on the WKTV site as well as my website, which is muskegonevguy.com. You can leave any comments or questions there and in the comments section. So that's it. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.